Hey guys, on today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you about doing the work, doing what it takes to stay sober. So if you want to learn what it takes me to stay sober and also grow in my sobriety, you're definitely not going to want to miss out on this episode. And if you stick around until the end, I have a special bonus freebie for you at the end of the show. When we recover, we are returning to a normal state of health, mind, or strength. We begin the process of regaining control over something that was lost. Welcome to the Road Beyond Recovery podcast, and my name is Tamar, your host. Have you ever felt like you were meant for more? Well, I help people discover their purpose so they can follow their passion and realize what they are truly capable of. My mission is to empower people in recovery to embrace their authentic selves, live up to their true potential, and answer the question, what lies beyond recovery for you? Hey guys, what's happening? Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Road Beyond Recovery podcast, where my mission is to help get you inspired and to realize that you are capable of so much more than you think. So before we get into today's episode, I just want to fill you in on a little referral program I've got going on. If you head on over to refer.fm slash recovery and you refer five friends, you'll get a free discovery coaching call with me. And if you refer 10 friends to the show, then you'll get a free copy of my paperback book, bestseller on Amazon, Beyond Recovery. So head on over to www.refer.fm slash recovery and refer your friends today. The goal of my show is to really spread hope and belief that those of us, number one, that we do recover and number two, that once we do recover, we can create this amazing life for ourselves through our experience. On today's episode, I wanted to chat with you about doing what it takes to stay sober. You know, trust me, this wasn't a, I just decided to get sober and life has been fantastic ever since. Um, Number one, when I first decided that I needed to change my life, sober was not at the top of my mind. I actually started with weight, weight loss because I honestly thought that if I changed how I looked on the outside, that it would fix all the pain that I felt on the inside, right? I would be beautiful, people would like me, I would be more accepted. Um, But I realized that that wasn't at all true because people love me for who I am. I just needed to change the way that I showed up in the world. And so in all honesty, I didn't want to get sober, right? I didn't think I even had a problem. I thought everybody else had the problem and not me. You know, I also didn't want to find a higher power. I thought that I was an adult and I should be able to do this growing up thing alone. I mean, you know, I had not had a lot of maturity. I still don't actually, to be honest, but you know, I didn't want to ask for help. I thought that that made me look weak. I also didn't want to apologize for things that I never thought were my fault. And the last thing I wanted to do was actually help other people, right? So. When I first uh, got sober, I didn't want it. I just knew that I had to change my life because I knew that if I kept going the way I was, that I probably wouldn't be alive for very much longer. So all of that being said, I do know people who have 
felt like their drinking was getting a little bit out of control. Maybe they were heavy drinkers and they decided that they, they needed to quit. Maybe their doctor had told them that they need to quit. And for them, it might have been a little bit easier. But for me, I actually suffer from alcoholism and drug addiction. And for me, it's not like that. You know, I can't just decide that I'm not going to have a drink and then my life's going to be wonderful forever. Um, for me, it was I had to put in a lot of work. And, you know, I was so desperate to change that I was willing to do what it took in that first year of sobriety. But I did it with a lot of resistance, um, of course, until I started to uh, reap the benefits of actually doing the work. Now, of course, when I first got sober or when I first had recognized that maybe I did have a problem, I had to admit that, you know, I couldn't just go around thinking that it was everybody else's fault and that I didn't have a problem that, you know, this was just a thing that I did because honestly, my life, it was so normal for me to drink all the time. Um, it was normal to go to a house party every single weekend. It was normal to go out and get loaded when I go out with friends for dinner. Like it was just the life that I had basically built for myself. It was normal to black out and wake up at home and go, how the hell did I get home in the first place? You know, and unfortunately the sad reality is, is I knew, um, you know, a short time after I had gotten sober that this was actually not the norm. You know, um, people who didn't have an issue with addiction, they didn't have to go out and get wasted. Actually, they didn't even have to go out for dinner and have a drink, which still blows me away to this day. But, you know, um, it. I think especially with alcohol addiction is it's so... Alcohol is so accepted, obviously, in our society and it's so, such a big part of socializing and, you know, going out for dinner, having some wine. And for people that can handle that, that's fantastic. You know, there's days that I wish that I could, but I know that I can't. And so I think it makes it a little bit harder because I, I don't know about you, but when I first got sober, I kind of, I felt like I wasn't going to fit in anymore. I felt like I wouldn't be a part of. And the funny part is it, it turns out I wasn't a part of a lot of the things that I was doing before. And it actually turned out to be such a massive gift because I was doing things that weren't get, getting me ahead, right? I was surrounding myself with people, um, some people that were just not healthy for me, that I wasn't growing, I wasn't developing. And today I'm surrounded by people that help me grow, that inspire me, that challenge me to do different things in my life, that challenge me to get out of my comfort zone. And I never had any of that for 36 years of my life, basically, other than my parents encouraging me when I was younger to always do better. So the second thing that I had to realize when I came into recovery was that I couldn't do this alone. You know, I always had this perception that, okay, well, I'm an adult now, it's time to grow up, I should be able to handle certain things in life because every adult has to. But the reality is we never have to take this journey in life alone. And when it was suggested to me that I find this conception of a higher power, I resisted big time, you know, because I've talked about it on previous shows. I had this prejudice against religion because of my experience or what I had heard from others. And of course, I became incredibly opinionated. But the reality was, and what I realized years later, is that obviously there was something looking out for me because I'm alive, I'm on this planet and I've been given this gift now to be able to give back and to help others. And so 
I slowly just, I started doing the work, right? I started praying. I had no idea who or what I was praying to, but I just did it. And things started to happen in my life that were very, they weren't coincidental, right? I don't believe they were coincidental. I believe they were actually happening because I was praying. I was putting it out there. And, you know, I remember once um, praying about uh, humility, right? Because um, it had been suggested that I wasn't very humble. And of course, I got very defensive about this. And I thought, hey, I'm, I'm the most humble person that I know, which I laugh at now because, you know, when you are humble, you don't actually have to say you're humble. And typically, you won't say you're humble. You just do nice things without expecting anything in return. And I had gone to church one weekend, and this was in early recovery. And as I walked in, the, the word humility was up on top of the screen. And so I had a good laugh about that. But ever since then, I've noticed that when I do pray um, and I do ask for guidance because I don't know the answers, guys, to a lot of things. And I have to always stay open minded and willing to learn more and to accept things that happen to me. But even today, when I pray for guidance or an answer, it usually comes in the form of a sign. Maybe it's through a friend or a family member that I have conversations with. And or maybe it's somebody I decide to work with and help and they give me that answer that I'm looking for. So it's it's an amazing gift to realize that a we're not in this world alone and, you know, the support group and support networks that you can be a part of. Right. And, you know, learning to have faith, whatever that looks like for you, that has been a key part in me getting sober and staying sober. So. The next part was making sure that I made my wrongs right, right? If I don't clean up my past, right? If I don't go around and I make sure I talk to people and I not only apologize to them, but I recognize how I screwed up, right? I They already know everything that I did, but just having those conversations with people, letting them know I'm working on changing and I'm, I'm sincerely, you know, sorry what I did to them and how I treated them. Um, if we don't do that, we have to live with that pain, right? That what if we what if we cross their path, right? What if we see somebody that we know we've harmed? But even if that person doesn't accept our apology, right, and isn't and doesn't believe us that we're actually going to change, the important part is that we clear it out of our minds because I think living with resentment and guilt and fear. It just will continue to harm us in our recovery and we have to clean up our side of the street. So that was another very important part of early recovery for me. You know, also working on limiting beliefs or character defects, as it's called in recovery, when we don't recognize our character defects and our limiting beliefs, how do we fix them? Right. And this is something that I really dove into more. So I think when I started to want to develop or learn how to develop a growth mindset is what are the areas, what are the beliefs, right, that I was still thinking about myself because they were lies. Right. I mean, here's the thing. If you have this will to do something, but your beliefs outweigh that will, your beliefs are always going to win. And it's a sad reality, right? What we believe we usually become. So here's the thing. I had to take a good, honest look at what are the areas in my life that I had to improve, right? And I did this in early recovery by recognizing my character defects. I was selfish as shit, right? I was self-centered. Everything was about me. I had expectations on everybody in my life. I had to start looking at that and 
doing the opposite, right? So I actually wrote a list down in early recovery of all of my character defects, right? My fears, all of that stuff. And I wrote down the opposite of what that was. And those are the things I worked on, you know, building in my life. Another area of, you know, doing the work consistently, which I have to do all the time is a a routine, a daily routine. And that consists of prayer, meditation, affirmations, helping others, right? These are just things that I have to do on a daily basis. Because the reality is, is that when we get complacent, and I think a lot of us in recovery do, um, I mean, I know that after the first year, I thought I've got this, right? Um, I know how to stay sober now. I know how to be a productive member of society. I'm good. Um, And so I kind of started to let off. It's almost like the whole weight loss journey, right? We lose that 40, 50 pounds and we're super happy and we go out for dinner and have a burger fries and a dessert. And then the next day we do something more and more and more until we find ourselves back to where we were. So it does take that consistency. It takes that work because once we let up and we just decide that we've got this thing, it can be a slippery slope, right? I could be having a a really bad day and not have recovery on my mind, right? Not do my daily routine. And what if I'm having a terrible day? I go out with some friends for dinner and I decide I'm gonna have a beer, right? Or I'm gonna have a sip of that drink. I mean, I know what's gonna happen. I can play that tape through. I know that once I have one drink, that's not gonna be enough. That's when, of course, the cravings start to kick in. So not getting complacent, you know, when a lot of people, when they develop that, that great life and recovery, and they, they don't do more, right, or they don't continue that personal development. I've seen too many people, especially during COVID, slip back, um, go back into addiction, and unfortunately pass away because it usually doesn't start off slowly. Most people start off where they left off. And of course, you've gone years without doing it now. And a lot of people die. And it's a sad reality about addiction. But it's also an important reminder that we can't get complacent, that this thing takes work. Because as soon as we start thinking that we might be able to drink normally again, that's I think when we're in huge trouble. Now, Another huge part of my recovery, which has, you know, it started off, I'd say in the first couple of years of my recovery is I started to learn how to help others, you know, because I did not help a lot of people before that, uh, nor did I want to. And I knew that it was really important to give back and to do what others had done for me, because let's be honest, if there weren't those people that were willing to reach out their hand, that weren't willing to listen, and to share exactly how they had, you know, made, they had gotten sober and how they had grown in sobriety, I wouldn't have learned those things either because I wasn't willing to really put out a ton of effort, right? But I knew that I had to do something to get sober. And as my head started to clear, I became more and more willing. And of course, after experiencing a, a period of complacency in my own recovery, I knew I had to change. I knew that I was in trouble. And one of the things that I started doing was I started my coaching business and I really felt that gift again of being able to work with someone, see the light go on in their eyes when they realize they're actually capable of more than they believe they were. And it was much like that feeling in early, you know, sobriety that I got from helping other people learn how to stay sober. And so I think that's something, you know, being other people centered 
is something that helps keep us in the world of recovery. And that's why I'm so passionate about helping people discover their purpose. Because when you discover a purpose that's greater than yourself, amazing things happen, right? We are all capable of so much more than we think. And I'm going to keep repeating that until you believe that because I've seen it happen not only in myself, but I've seen it happen in the people that I work with. I've seen it happen with people that I'm, you know, friends with that have gone on their own personal development journeys and realized that, hey, you know what, I actually could do these things as long as I get out of my comfort zone. But I think that, you know, helping people in any way we can, and whether that's sharing our story, right, sharing how we, you know, went through addiction and how we got sober and how we created this life for ourselves that we can be, you know, happy and fulfilled with today. I think that's a real gift that we all have. So as you heard, it does take work, right? It's 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 something that has become more automatic for me today. Um, you know, I wake up and I know that I need to do prayer and meditation. It's something that's become a habit in my life. And so it's not something that unless I'm having a really bad day, I don't do. Um, so I think that's, you know, one of the things of being consistent in your recovery and just knowing every, what you have to do every single day to stay sober. Um, it just becomes more automatic, but it is easy to let up, right? It's it's like, like I said, it's, you know, almost like doing that diet. If we don't learn how to have a healthy lifestyle in general, then we can fall back into our old habits pretty quickly. But this gift of recovery is absolutely amazing. And, you know, being able to pass it on, I think, is truly wonderful as well. And like I mentioned, you know, part of what has really, I, I would say, enhanced my recovery is discovering my purpose, is taking that leap of faith to leave my day job to follow what I'm passionate about and that's helping others discover their purpose and embrace their authentic selves. So my little freebie bonus, I am hosting weekly workshops. They are live and interactive. It's called Purpose to Empowerment. So I'm gonna take you through some concepts where you're gonna learn how to discover your purpose first of all, so you'll get a little bit more clarity and direction. Then I'm going to go over what it takes to excel in life and why a lot of people don't, why they continue to get stuck in that failure cycle. And then I'm basically going to show you how to get from where you are today to where it is that you want to go in life. And trust me, I have used all of these concepts and in less than one year, I was able to start my business. I was able to write two best-selling books and leave my day job to pursue my passion. So I want to lead by example. I want to share the concepts that have helped me achieve this. So if you're interested, these are hosted weekly. You can go to www.theroadforward.ca slash purpose dash empowerment. It's also on the main page. If you scroll halfway down, just look up purpose to empowerment live workshop and I will see you there. Guys, I hope you have a fabulous weekend and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Road Beyond Recovery. Did you know that our dreams can become a reality? When you determine your purpose in life and you allow that purpose to guide you, anything is possible. It just takes action. Don't wait until you're ready. Start to create the life you were truly meant to live right now. I am super passionate about my mission to help people live up to their true potential. So if you want to learn more, 
check out my website at www.theroadforward.ca. And until next week, keep exploring what lies beyond recovery for you.